It is Wednesday, September 20th, 2023, and you're listening to episode number 26, let's say, of This Ain't Iowa, Volume 2. Welcome to the uh, to the This Ain't Iowa program, where we embrace our degenerates. Never, at least I don't. Uh, I uh, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to do the show today. I'm trying to bring a little enthusiasm. Uh, Tony, human phobes don't want any part of it. Oh no, no, uh, we're, we're a part of it. We just don't want to fake it before the show. We'll fake it on the show. We'll, we'll go at a million miles an hour on the show, but but fuck it off the show. Now it's not the. You've got us half an hour early. My circadian rhythms are off. Yeah, oh, here it's starting to play off. I'm like, my white Russian <laughs> drink is way off. It's way too early for Jesus a white Christ, Russian. Jesus a big glass of white Russian. It's like a half gallon. <laughs> That's how they drink them down there. I mean, you've, seen, you've seen those Foster's cans. They don't do anything half. Yeah, those Canadian uh, Foster's cans. We're, uh, we're, we're going to get, obviously, into football next week. Uh, we're going to have our first, uh, our first show uh, with uh, with Spoon discussing where we are uh, in the contest and all that. So I don't want to talk NFL, but, folks, I do want to say uh, you and I are in an interesting place in our college fandom where the, uh, the conference uh, where we both went to school and we both are fans of will be disbanding. Uh, yeah. When we were in school, it was the Pac-10. They went on to become the Pac-12, and next year they will be the nothing. It's gone. Uh, and my favorite part of that is that right now, there's 12 schools, as you might imagine, in the Pac-12. Six of the 12 schools are in the top 25 uh, yeah, it, in college football right now. And the whole conference is just going to be gone next year. It's really quite something that they were able to uh, have this thing explode. Uh, have we, I thought it was... I thought, are we sure it's not the Pac-2? Have we found other places for the other two? Yeah, actually, I don't think, I don't know that they have. Uh, that, that's going to be awkward. So they might uh, bring, oh, get rid of the Mountain West and bring them all to the Pac-12 or something like that? So Arizona is going to end up in whatever, the big, well, it's going to end up being the big 16, I think, when it's all fucking said and done, which will make for some very good uh, Kansas-Arizona basketball games and just misery in Arizona football. Worse than we already have. We're already the worst team in the Pac-12. Now we're going to be the worst team in, in a much larger conference. But that's nothing because I really think Cal ended up in probably the most perfect place for them. <laughs> the Atlantic Coast. Yeah, the Atlantic yes. Coast Conference. <laughs> they literally are almost in the Pacific Ocean. They will be on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Yeah, I'm, I said they need. I said they need to change the name to the All Coast Conference. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure, SMU sure. covers like the SMU's, and there's close enough to the like Gulf Coast, I think, or something like that. But like our um, team, like our team's really supposed to be traveling across, like college kids supposed to be traveling across country. Like that's fucking ridiculous. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you know, for the college, you know, for the football teams and the basketball teams, it'll be okay. But for the volleyball teams and the rugby teams and all those who have to take a bus or have to take Southwest for three legs or something like that, right? Um, it's really quite bullshit. But I, there was a rumor I saw last week posted that Cal and Stanford may play the majority of their games at SMU as a neutral site and only play in California for the Stanford Cal versus each other and SMU. <laughs> That's the point of that. That is some fucking bullshit. If you don't at least get to have home ground advantage against this, the other side of the country. Yes, you've got to fly yeah. across the country, but fuck those guys. If they want the money that you guys obviously bring, fuck them. Well, and also fucking sucks for the kids, right? I mean, yeah. that's a that's oh. a great no, part fuck of fuck them. It's college sports. To, they don't get to, paid. To so college. I mean, no, I'm not talking about the athletes. I'm talking about like... Talking about uh, students. students, like those like of us who like to watch the fucking. Yeah, game. it's fun. Like you know, you go, you watch your team play, you get shit face. There's usually student tickets available. Like that's uh, that's. I have memories of that, and that's just fucking gone now. Uh, everyone yeah, can cram into three games a year. That's good. That's where I came to actually appreciate football because I hated it growing up because my mom was so violently watched football that I w- I wanted to go hide in a shell somewhere. And then I, I, in college, I could actually watch it and understood what was going on. And, it, and once the fucks, the barrage fucks went away, I was like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. I understand what's going on now. And I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that ought to be interesting. But I can't, I like, the way it all just unraveled seemingly very, very quickly was fucking horrendous. Like, I just, all of a sudden, it, it was just gone. Like, just disbanded. And I was like, okay, then, well, I guess. Blame that on USC and UCLA. That's what I, I mean, I generally do, most things. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the Board of Regents is actually meeting, I think, this week to decide what the amount of, they're calling it the calimony, that UCLA will have to pay Cal for breaking it up. So they're going to have to pay them somewhere, they're talking like $10 million a year to reimburse for fucking up the entire conference. Oh, does every school get that, or just, just no? Cal? Just in the UCs because they they broke up that system. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, listen. So that's uh, so that was one thing I wanted to talk about. The other thing, folks, is you and I actually had a. Uh, uh, we were both uh, at the same concert a few weeks ago. Not together, but we both went to see Counting Crows. I saw that you posted about it. I oh, went to yeah. see Counting Crows also. Oh. Um, now, was, Brian, question: Did you pay for your ticket, or yeah. did you? Were you able to mooch a ticket? I'm not going to ask Phobes because we already know he didn't pay. I, uh, I, I definitely. I, this will be a good segment into our, uh, into our new uh, mooch segment. But uh, no, I paid for my ticket. Uh, well, and... I had five, so I couldn't forget you guys in for free. <laughs> good lord! So All I right, know well... you were going. I want to. I want to hear about how you got in for free, and then and the, all the other stuff over the past month. But let's let, let me just talk, let's talk about the show itself. So I'm I'm a big Counting Crows fan. Counting Crows, a, a Northern California band. I'm sure that uh, uh, Adam Dirks went to Cal. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I've I've been seeing a lot of these '90s uh, bands lately, and so for the most part, they all sound really good. But um, there's always a little bit of shock when they walk out there because you have them in your mind of what they looked like in like the mid to late nineties and yes. they look significantly different. Adam Duritz, who used to like, you know, he had like this weird look, right? He had the dreads and the, you know, he had like a, you throw like a weird, like rainbow fucking beanie on. So like he had a look. Now he looks like he should be running the register at a pawn shop. Like he's just doughy and he's going bald and he's clearly dying his hair an unnaturally brown color. And it was 
the best. He looked terrible. Sounded incredible. Looked yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, he's a very good performer. He's very. He's gotten a, a little more. I think as poetic in his later life. It's very. You know, he's very, uh, very soulful. Very. I mean, when we have to pay tribute also um, to the opening act, which was uh, Mr. Troy Bohunk's favorite, Frank Turner. Frank Turner, yeah, he was oh. great. I, I was not really, I, I knew him of him, but I, I didn't, I'm not familiar with his catalog. I thought he was great. I thought he, I thought he put on a great show. Um, the, he was very much like the opposite of Adam Duritz. He was very like self-deprecating and, uh, uh, you know, kind of made fun of, of, you know, his long career and how it maybe never reached uh, enormous heights. Whereas Adam Duritz went the other way. You would think no time has passed since he released fucking, you know, Rain King to today. And he was, like, at one point, some lady started yelling stuff out, and he was just berating her about how, like, good of a musician he is and how good at singing he is. And she should just shut up. Yeah, she was to... a cunt and should have been thrown out. I don't, I mean, I agree. Believe me, I, I agree. She kept I... holding the sign the whole time, and he's like, I got it. I see it. Now yeah. stop. And then she was heckling him. It was, yeah, she was terrible. I, I totally agree. But yeah, the, the route he took in dealing with it was just very strange. Um, but uh, I loved the show. Um, he, uh, he, let's see, he, he, he definitely plays with some of the, the songs and redoes them. Like the very third, the third fucking song he did was Mr. Jones, which I might argue yeah. is maybe their biggest hit. Probably my favorite of, of their songs. What do you mean, might argue? A... That is clearly their biggest hit. There's nothing else close to that. That was huge. Not to discredit their career. They did have other music. They weren't Fair. known for one song, but that song was just so huge in that period of time. It was huge. I, I would agree with it. Uh, and I love that song. He did a version of it that in no way resembled... <laughs> The song Mr. Jones. It was fucking some kind of weird beat poetry version. Uh, and I was like, I okay. Like- yeah. <laughs> it was a weird, really weird vibe. But anyway, I, uh, I hung in there and I saw just about every single one of the songs that, uh, that I wanted to hear. Uh, I left after Rain King because here's... Oh, for fuck's sake. With age. With age. Stay I in. have got... All I worry about is because I was down on like the the ground level, and so I was three three floors down. I'm like, how am I going to get up? The stairs are going to be jammed. The elevators are going to be jammed. What's what's getting out of this parking lot going to be like? All I do is start worrying about that. So I, uh, I I stayed for Rain King, and then I'm like, all right. Next, I'm like, I'd like to hear Long December. I'd like to hear Big Yellow Taxi. Uh, I think there was one other hanging around maybe I hadn't heard yet, but that was it. Like I'd heard all the stuff I wanted to hear, but those three, and I'm like, I'm going to give them one more song after ranking. And if I recognize it, I'm going to hang in. If not, I'm going to get the fuck out. And then it was some song I'd never heard of. I'm like, tough break, no long December for Brian. And I got the hell out of there. So tell me about uh, the, the end of the concert. How, how did, uh, how, how was like the last 20 or 30 minutes or so? Uh, I was far. I don't remember what he sang because that's just uh, music is I like. I enjoyed it at the time, but like like I said during trivia, that's when I go to the bathroom. It just for some reason does not stick in my mind. It was always uh, it enraged Mister uh, Bohunk yeah. all the time. It was like it he's like who is this? I'm like I don't know. He's like sad. So that was <laughs> usually what it was. Um, yeah, I mean it ended well. There was like he I forgot what song he ended with was one of the ones I remembered. Um, and Frank Turner came out, and they both kind of sang and went back and forth on that. So that was fun. Oh, that's cool. I but it was a total that. clusterfuck getting because there's one stairwell to get all the way up from 
because we were in like 105 or something. So to get up to the top, yeah, and everyone's yeah, yeah, it, yeah that was a bit of a mess. So you you kind of made the right decision. But then we just stayed and had a drink. So like yeah, in a, that's a what regular you do, person folks. Would. That's yeah. the correct move. And don't tell me, oh, you're old. It's the place clears out with you in 15 minutes. You're going to be stuck at the front of a traffic jam anyway if you leave early. I bet you it didn't go smoothly getting out because it's great. No, I planned it. I planned it. Holmes has three different parking garages and a huge flat, like lot. Thank it's you, not folks. that hard to get in and out of there. Thank you. That's folks. true. You're you're correct. The the lot the lot situation wouldn't have been as bad as uh, as as some of the other places. But uh, listen, I feel like I made the right choice. Yeah, um, sure. I, I missed uh, the first part of it because we parlayed. I was at uh, I was at the Aviators game. And then I got the text about, hey, I have extra tickets to the Counting Crows game do you, or Counting Crows concert. Do you want to go to that? And I'm like, okay, let me work out the timing. Okay, sure. So did both of those. But then gross. that was a that had I had I had tickets so to the Friday night that I, that got rained out. So then they had a double header on Saturday, and then yeah, so had to so they had two seven innings, two seven inning games. Um, but you could, your tickets worth work for both. So I think we watched like one and a half. Uh, games and they were like, oh well, let's go back, change, and then go to the concert. Um, of course. Uh, but anyway, so it ended up being a really good show, really good night. I'm always shocked by this because, like, listen, I, I in no way pretend to be like the world's biggest Counting Crows fan. I do like them. You know, we have an Alexa here at the house. I will often just like we'll often if we're just hanging out on a weekend say like I'll put on the Counting Crows channel because like them and then just music that sounds like them is kind of a good vibe if you're just chilling like on a weekend and uh so i i like them a lot but then i'm always just shocked to the degree that some people are fans of these bands like i mean there was a woman in front of me that she had like the vip neck pass and she was screaming trying to like we weren't super close we were close enough but she was really trying to like have a moment with adam duritz um it was a dude, uh, you know, who had to have been at least, you know, five to ten years older than me. Big, bald dude who had made a custom Warriors jersey that had Rain King on the back oh. as the name. And then 93, which is the fucking year the album came out as the yeah. number. And I'm like, did you just get that made or have you been fucking like rolling with that uh, as you tour with the band as their biggest fan? It was just... Uh, yeah, I, I'm always thrown by that. Like, there are some people that just go very, very deep. Dance. Yeah, and this is where I will play the old card, and I want to sit down and enjoy the fucking concert, but these cunts in front of me wouldn't sit down for the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. So at one point, it was the one, this one, she was all into it in her tube top and muffin top and all of the tops. Sure, all and the tops. Boyfriend. So I got to a point, because we had five seats but there was only three of us so i could move around and i got to a spot where i could see between them without, without standing up so i did that and then a good song would come up and i'm like okay i'll stand up for this I'll, one but I really I'll, stand, I'll stand up for omaha but not that other weird shit that you were just singing Adam. Yeah. i'm not interested in that yeah uh, i was like yeah so that's when i'm like oh come on just sit down and then the yeah. one like these girls are on their phone i'm like you're not even listening to this and the, these people who record this, are you ever going to watch this fucking thing again? Nope. The they record the whole concert. 
They they yeah. they will sit there with the they don't they don't look at the concert that they paid for at all. They're watching the whole thing on their phone as they literally record. And I am a million percent in agreement with you, folks. Like you're just gonna sit down and watch an hour and a half concert on your phone at some point. Like that's ridiculous. Thirty, 30 seconds to a minute. Get an Insta. Get a you know. Get some footage. Yeah. Stuff, and then, sit, but then just put your phone. Away. Like you're it. never yeah. gonna watch this entire concert again. It's absurd. I agree. We're in agreement. Yeah. Uh, like those people right. sitting up there like their limits throttled on their phone. They should detect if you have an entire concert. Sorry, your data has been reduced. Well, there are some bands that force people to put them in a locker before they go in. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, she and him do that. I know yeah. that for a fact. Um, they force people to put their phones in a locker and you can't access them. I think it's, I think it's a great idea to, to ditch the phones. It's become a play yeah. where more, it's like, because yeah. they're just holding it up and it's affecting your view and then you're distracted by what, like, well, there was a huge blow up here like two weeks ago with apparently Miranda Lambert at her concert because these ladies were they were in the maybe the fifth row or something like that. And they were turning around towards, you know, with the camera facing the stage so they could get selfies with their flashes on Lauren Boebert style. And <laughs> were they hanging um, out with Democrats, too? Yeah, who knows? Uh, and. They wouldn't like they wouldn't stop talking, and, they, and so she's like stopped her concert and was like, "Hey, can you stop?" And then the woman she was on the news saying how she was humiliated, Good. and she was an avid concert goer, and she was just taking her friends out for fun, and blah blah blah. And she got a whole like legs out of this because she was humiliated. And Miranda Lambert came out to be the bad. I'm like, no, that that woman deserved to be shamed. She yeah. deserved to be humiliated. That's exactly the behavior that should not be tolerated. By the way, what's wrong yeah. with a good old-fashioned public shaming for being a dick? There's nothing wrong with no. that. No. You deserve that. Everybody's forgotten your name, lady. You had em- embarrassment for a couple of days. You deserve it because you're being yeah. a dick. If you're a dick, be prepared to suffer the consequences. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, and then there's some other concert news I think we wanted to you know, touch on. Yeah, go um, for it. Well, uh, one, the concert, the surprise concert that did happen was the U2 did a pop-up concert on uh, Fremont Street on Saturday night, right in front of the Crazy. plaza. Um, I, I, they're filming, they filming a music video. I don't know if they're going to use it for The Sphere, if it's part of their uh, you know, uh, new, new songs for that show, but it's called um, Atomic City. Uh, and then they also did a, they did I Haven't uh, Found What I'm Looking For, which they filmed there, a video there in 1987 on Fremont street before it was all covered and stuff. So they did a little two song, uh, pop-up, uh, concert on Fremont street. So I'm sure those meth heads were incredibly, incredibly happy to be there. <laughs> now, where I'm do we what the security they had keeping those rats, those nasty people away. Now, where do you two fall on you, you two? Cause I've been pretty clear that definitely not my favorite band up there with the Eagles for perhaps one of the most overrated bands in the world. I would I disagree. disagree with you on. I would disagree with you on both, but definitely yeah. the Eagles. The Eagles are a fucking great band. But and, uh, go ahead, and I, well, I will have a report on the next show because I, I will be going to the YouTube concert of the Sphere on the seventh. Of course, you Here will, and you won't be paying for it. Let's talk so about I, how that happened. I did. I'm paying for the tickets, um, but I have a couple of friends, like I said, who have been fans since you know they were in high school, and they've been like. So they got early access through the fan club to get tickets at a reasonable uh, reasonable price. So we got enough. I think there's 10 of us going. 
most of the, uh, they're coming from the Bay Area, and then uh, some locals here, and then we're, yeah, so we're going to go see that on the 7th. So my, I actually, I actually do like you two. Again, they, you know, they were uh, a popular at sort of the, an interesting moment in my life where, uh, you know, their music was, uh, everybody was kind of just feeling their music. And I was, I was part of it. I, uh, they were actually the first real non-Weird Al Yankovic concert that I ever went to. Uh, at the Meadowlands, me and uh, me and my ex-wife went and sat in like the worst possible seats because that's what we could afford at the time. And they put on a great show. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a U2 hater. That weird shit they did with the iPhone was that was a weird call. Um, where just everyone was forced their album. Um, uh, that wasn't an iPhone. That, yeah. that was the first gen color iPod. Way before the phone. Oh. Okay. When you were really <laughs> limited on space, and that album took up a shit ton of space. Yeah, I, I did meet Bono once in 2004. Did. What did you mooch mm-hmm. off him? Well, I was at the, <laughs> National, the Democratic National Convention in oh. Boston, and I was a volunteer, and I was working the VIP parking. And um, in addition to, like, like, Fred Willard, I gave him a ride, Andre 3000, I gave him a ride in the golf cart. A um, couple of other, and then I met, I got to meet the, the Kennedy bus that showed up, and uh, Ted was still there, so Ted came, Maria, she came off the bus, so Arnold, and then Bono, and then I was, I got to get a ride to Unit Junior? Huh? What yeah. about RFK Junior? It was a kid, punk then, I think he was, a, well, I mean, he's a punk now, but I think he was probably in his, what does he now say, he's probably in his 20s, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, he wasn't anything. I don't think he ever run for Congress or anything like that yet. So that was still uh, on the horizon. But yeah, so that was that was fun. And he's very very short. <laughs> I would imagine he seems that whole band seems like they're probably uh, miniature. They're all miniature people. <laughs> and, then, and then the concert that didn't happen um, was uh, Ed Sheeran. So they uh, yeah, this was crazy. Literally ended up canceling the concert. Well, they. People were there, like, the doors were supposed to open at 4.30. It was, uh, you know, a Saturday in, you know, Vegas in the summer, so it was a bit warm. But I think uh, some of it is just people being pansies um, and not preparing. But they opened the doors about an hour late just to let people in because people were fainting and they were having medical issues. And then at 5.30, which was an hour before the show was supposed to start, they canceled it. So people had flown in from all over. Ridiculous. Yeah. So... And from what I'm here, what I saw, like, online and some of the, like, construction people, apparently, so, I don't know if you, if you saw the stage, he's, like, in a small circular stage in the middle, and it rotates, and then he has, there's, like, four light bars, like, basically towers that surround it. Um, and one, apparently, overnight, one of those, you know, multi-ton towers had moved a foot. So, they re... So they redid the weights. They put some more uh, weights on there, and then again within three hours, it had moved like two and a half, three inches. So that uh, they didn't feel comfortable that it wouldn't collapse. Um, that would be a wise move if it's moving yeah. that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're like something because basically they they don't bolt any because of the floor, I guess, because it has you know UNLV plays there on the turf, and then the tray rolls in for uh, the grass with the Raiders. They don't bolt things, so they just. They had these plastic or rubber tiles that they laid on the floor, um, and those weren't gripping or they were slipping. So, yeah, that was so. Apparently, it's been rescheduled to October 28th. So, 
Hopefully they'll figure out how to keep that stuff from moving or ditch it entirely and figure something else out. And on the plus side, folks, oh. they probably won't get the roll-up that they had at the uh, first concert, and you might get a free ticket. Very possible. <laughs> uh, the thing that I that, that's interesting just in regards to that is that uh, we, um, we've had a lot of weird weather uh, of late. Like, it was incredibly rainy for more days than it usually is rainy here, and it caused nothing but chaos. Uh, phones were blowing up every, like, you know, four to five minutes. It was another flood warning and uh, and for the most part it was completely unnecessary but i will say uh, i usually will just sometimes shoot straight down boulder highway kind of pass past your place and yeah. it was a legit fucking river like boulder yeah. highway was flooded the fuck out in a couple of spots yeah no it was crazy and uh, the aftermath of that is i have not been bitten by more mosquitoes in my life living in las vegas than i have in the last two weeks um, anywhere there is any kind of grass or something where they might be living in, they are living in it, and I've been chewed up, uh, which is one of the reasons I moved here is because we're not supposed to have those things. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, there was actually, it came part of our, in our town, we had a town hall meeting, and uh, here at the, the the very venerable Sportsman's Royal Manor, across from where I reside, Um they the entire area was flooded, and apparently, a kid uh, thought it was cool to get on his little floaty and go in the water, and did not survive to tell anyone else about it. So Sorry it was a very uh, yeah, not a not a good situation, and it flooded about a hundred of their units on the first on the ground floor. So uh, yeah, so like one that's, kid that's. That's par for the course, Sportsman's Royal Manor. No one taught that kid any different. Yeah. So it was sad, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, something was lacking in parenting or common sense or combination of the two. Right. Um, ugh. Yeah. What, uh, so listen, here's what I would like to do. Since you've talked about two things you've managed to mooch, uh, in, the past, uh, in the past month, give me a rundown. What's, uh, what's, what's the mooch count? What's, uh, what's some of the high points? Can't all just be minor league baseball? Just before yeah, you get oh, started, yeah, Phobes, could I ask Brian to do something I've never asked him to do before? Turn up his volume? Yeah, get closer to the mic and turn up his volume. He's super quiet. <laughs> I, was doing that, I was doing that for your benefit, motherfucker. You know I would like to be on this thing. Yeah, get uh, on it. You're the one that always Take you're the one that it. always tells me to, you know, so you're the one that's always telling me like, can you go sit further? Can you is there another room you could yell at the into the mic from? Yeah, yeah. of course I'll get on the mic. Jesus oh, Christ. Thank Christ. Oh, Better? Is this yeah, working for you? It is working for Good. me. Well, now when when it starts to get loud, when I when he tells me what he's been mooching and I get mad and start yelling, you just remember that you asked for this. So, go ahead, folks. Let's have a rundown. Yeah, and they were they were nice club level seats also at the Aviators game, and I ended up getting because it was a doubleheader. I got the gifts for both days, so I got the paddle boards and the uh, um, what you call it, like the uh, bobblehead. The what you call it? Christ. You know, you're getting too many giveaways when you can't even remember what you've been given. The what you call it? Yeah, the words. Yeah, he loses the words. Yeah. Ugh. Um, right. And then yeah, so then that same day, yeah, then the then the tickets. Um, Let's see. Uh, a couple. We had, there was a couple meals from um, Wooden Spoon. You know, I think we, you and I shared. You know, breakfast. I think, mm -hmm. um, and then also a, a dinner that you were invited to, but you blew off. So um, yeah, I didn't. It, go. Was, <laughs> it was a very nice dinner at the steakhouse at the Westgate. 
um, with uh, uh, Max and uh, Mrs. Max and uh, Cousin Max and all of the Max-related people um, that had come out here for the uh, their fantasy draft. And that was another thing I got to mooch, is they invited me to come to their fantasy draft at... And they had rented the owner suite at one of the two owner suites at Circa at the pool there um, for the entire day. And I think that I, I did have to work a bit that day. So I joined, I think, around 3, 3.30. And they had already gotten through one bottle of uh, vodka. Uh, and then they, you know, there was some food and drink. And um, then they started their draft. And I think they had maybe like seven out of their 10 or 12 guys there. Um, a couple guys, you know decided not to come out and were stuck back east somewhere drafting in front of their computer. But it was it was quite the setup. It was a very impressive draft. Um, and then right before draft time, we got the surprise where two beautiful young ladies came in and where our, uh, you know, they managed the board. Or, so they put all the stickers on the, on the board. You know, we, we talked about how, uh, how I used to have a lot of FOMO uh, when people were getting together without me. And now I just choose not to go and i'm fine with it when i saw the picture of all of you guys with shirts off in front of these two like gorgeous models i'm like yeah i'm fine i'm fine uh i bet it was fun i would have liked to see some of those guys but i'm completely fine whatever shenanigans happened that got you guys in this position i wanted no part of that yeah so yeah, so I mean that was pretty. I mean, the steak dinner was really great. Um, I, I apparently I, I my, my charms worked and I won over Mrs. Table Max. Um, I think she she has she is on, has a name on it, but I forget what it is. It's not off the top of my head. I think she has been on the boards. She used to be, I think, Fallen Angel. Yes, uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I believe uh, that is correct. Very hot, by the way. Another another TAI listener that that has somehow uh, managed to to score uh, to score uh, an incredibly attractive wife. Congratulations to him. But yes, uh, uh, this was the most disappointing part of the whole thing to me is that uh, I like that she liked me and didn't like you. Now it sounds like she likes you. Also sounds like she doesn't think she might be a little creeped out by Spoon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Are we> old? <laughs> Join that club. So yeah, so I, I would say that the, the quality of the food was good. The service there was a little... Um, a little lacking uh just uh we got there like i think it was six so we had an early reservation so there weren't a lot of people there and it took them quite a time to even just come see if we wanted some water if we wanted a drink and then i think our server is what probably started there when he was a young kid and now he is not a young <laughs> he probably started there when elvis was there um and uh has uh kept that union job locked up and uh he was quite uh he brought the wrong drink a couple times. Uh, they, yeah. So it was, it was interesting, but uh, you know, it was great and uh, ended up, you know, uh, Spoon uh, burned through his comps on that, so we all appreciated that. Um, where was that again? Uh, is it the Edge Steakhouse at, um, or yeah, Edge oh, West at Gate, uh, right? Westgate? Yeah. So yeah. I had, I had heard. I know that you mentioned that the service was not that good, but I had heard, maybe I heard it from Spoon, that it was like supposed to be rated one of the top steakhouses in Las Vegas. What, what is, what is? No, you're making a face where maybe you don't agree with that. Um, I mean, it, it's. Uh, I wouldn't say it's top. I mean, it's it's better than Circus Circus. Um. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, 
That's about it. it it's better than Circus Circus. Uh, oh, hey, let me say this. I, I just went to a place uh, today. Uh, it's called uh, it's called 138. It's out 138 degrees. It's out on um, Stephanie and uh, Horizon Ridge for people okay. who might know where that area is. And uh, it is really good. There's a lot that, that this is what's so great about Las Vegas is you uh, you go into a strip mall and uh, and you're like, well, you know, there's nothing. What could possibly be good next to the fucking Albertsons or whatever in here? And GMC. There's one of there's all of those are there. Oh, yeah, exactly. Vape juice. And uh, and then there's there'll be a restaurant and it's fucking incredible. And so I anyway, I want to recommend it. They have a happy hour similar what similar to what Herbs and Rye does. Okay. It's from 430 to 530 and it's half off, except they actually do half off on drinks, too. But drinks and all food, and they have like wagyu. Like I got uh, like a wagyu steak frite, uh, and like after the discount, it was like twenty five bucks or something ridiculous like that. It was anyway. I recommend uh, going there if you happen to be out in fucking wherever Henderson. Uh, it's uh, it's worth it. Yeah, um, we're starting to see that. It's, you know, it's been happening in the last couple of years, and it's it's happening more. Um, Water Street has gotten some amazing restaurants that are and uh, little uh, breweries and stuff out on in, in old Henderson. Formerly Hender Tucky, it's might get an upgrade now. Um, I think you know it's as we have these you know fine dining chefs all that actually come here and live here and raise their kids. They start they're starting to open neighborhood places that you know small you know just maybe forty seats something like that and just you know lower price point but still quality food. So that's kind of spreading and Henderson's seen um, uh, kind of more than its fair share of uh, growth over the last like couple of years. Definitely. Yeah, well, and we both of us missed out on the. Uh, there was the uh, Jimmy H. Bob and Texas uh, Spoon and Friend with Benefits uh, meet up at Tommy Rockers at eleven thirty p.m. And I was like, nope, that's past my. Never. Time. I, I mean, that was end. never. It would have never that. happened. <laughs> yeah, the. I mean, I, I. I actually have to tell you, I would have been intrigued. I was to, very to, to catch up with Jimmy and Bob together. Uh, I actually would have enjoyed that, but you can't start at this point in my life. You cannot start something at 1130. I don't even want something to end at 1130 at this point in my life. But at least if I'm out of the house, you got a shot. But and starting was, at it. No, absolutely not. And I was pretty petrified how that was going to end up. I was like, ah, I don't I can't do this. Like, it's going to end up in an arrest. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to get that story out of the guys when uh when we get um back when they circle back around maybe we'll get a little uh catch up when we start to do our football um, show next week. Yeah. Oh, uh, just while well, I think of it, um, Spoon put in a request. He's doing some research. Let me put it that way. He needs the episode where Fire Girl, not Tommy Dutch, he's already had that episode speaks about being at the green door if anybody knows the episode number uh could you let spoon know via discord because he needs it for market research he needs to sell somebody on the green door well you can tell him my grandmother was invited to the green door by one of her paramours there you go she did Mm. not say yes oh Mm. I, i would imagine a cock warmer i don't know maybe you're overdressed if you're wearing a cock warmer at the green door probably that would have been a showpiece, though. You go to the green door, and then you disrobe, and you've got a cock warmer on. I know. Like, before they went fucking... mainstream, when yeah. they a were of, a bespoke and, and a item. Bottle of homemade, and a bottle of homemade ketchup and a cock warmer. Like, people are going to be talking. Um, I, uh, 
Anyway, all right, listen, let's, uh, that's hilarious. I, so that's why he needs it. Yep. <laughs> he needs, he to, he needs to have somebody. a conversation with, with somebody about maybe checking it out. Interesting. Yeah, he was also inquiring to me about the status of the stripper pole that I had that Bob gave to us. I am going <laughs> to just make a couple of notes for next week <laughs> while we chat. This has suddenly become very interesting. And uh, since we've already outlawed all pre-produced pieces, we should have a couple minutes <laughs> to discuss it. Yeah. Um, we right. need to talk about his, his um, uh, housemate as well because we had a couple of sightings of her on the, the lo- latest uh, poker game, and that was very interesting. So mark her down as well. Get an update on her. Listen, we, we've he's he's coming on throughout the whole football season, everybody. So let's all calm. We don't need to blow our spoon wad too early. Although this guy seems to be a little bit of a treasure trove of late. Yeah, but, uh, look, the guy sends over a hundred messages a day to our poker group, and none of them are about poker. Yeah, and uh, Mrs. Dick Johnson is also like when we catch her on these drinking days, it's uh, quite interesting as well. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she started to get involved in uh, in this uh, group chat that we're in, which normally I am incredibly annoyed by, but they've gotten a little bit more interesting of late. Uh, all right, folks, are we ready for Vegas news, or you got anything sure. else before we hit it? Um, well, on this, so it looks like uh, last year, you know, uh, Vegas has been growing a lot in the sports. We've you know, you know football. Hockey, you know, Stanley Cup, all of this, you know, but it looks like we are gone. Unfortunately, we're going to lose the Vipers. They uh, looks oh. like they're going to be one and done, leaving Las Vegas. Uh, will not be what a, sport again. What the Vipers even game. fucking playing? Uh, FL. Oh. I fucking spent $60 on a hoodie when I, when I went to that I know, Vipers I got a game. trucker hat, so. Uh, motherfuckers. And that trucker uh, hat was ugly, that, too. Well, I will say two things about it. Number one, they were hands down the worst team in the XFL. And, and this is already a group of teams that are not terrific, but they were the worst of, of all of the teams. And number two, that game experience was horrendous. The only thing that was good was uh, that it cost $20 to get in. But parking was also $20, and it's in the worst stadium in the worst fucking neighborhood in Las Vegas. All of the, uh, you know, the the refreshments and shit were, were still priced like it's like you're at a fucking Raiders game. It was yeah. terrible. I, I could not. Uh, the monitors were on some janky scaffolding. It was, it was probably like an 85 inch flat screen they got somewhere. Bomb, yeah. best they borrowed, and they were going to return that from yeah. game. I couldn't see a fucking thing on what it was Nothing. so far away, and so small. <laughs> yeah, so it's probably better that they go find, uh, you know. Something better to do somewhere yeah. else where they can reinvigorate themselves. And with the with the amount of injuries happening in the NFL, there might not be, be anyone left in the XFL by the in a couple more weeks. They might need them all. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. All right, so fantasy teams are getting ripped apart left and right. Mm-hmm. So uh, mean. Well, uh, never mind. I'll save that for for next week. I wanted to say uh, mention something about the uh, the the pick'em contest, but well, we'll, we'll save it for next week because that yeah, that's so interesting. So they did have the lowest attendance at about sixty five hundred per, uh, which I think sounds like a lot. High, yeah. That's not, well, not the game no, I went to, Phobes, That only sounds high because you're an A's supporter, and compared to an A's baseball <laughs> game, that is a high attendance. That's not untrue. <laughs> Um, so this one I found funny. This was um, uh, this was the headline: Pahrump woman arrested for larceny for stealing her father's social security checks and VA benefits. They found human remains buried in the backyard in a homemade coffin. I'm like, we most of us just call that a box. So I mean, there's like they really went out of their way. I'm like, homemade? No, she put it in a box. 
Um, Homemade coffin. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that one was great. So yeah, apparently her da- her dad died a couple years, two years ago maybe, and um, she was still living back east, but she was coming back and forth to uh, collect the checks. So and she put then, in a lot of effort. Got... Shouldn't she get some reward? It's not like she left him I just agree. seated there in the unit or house or whatever. No, she actually put him in a box and then buried him. She didn't even just yeah. bag him up in a couple of garbage bags and, and dump him in the backyard. I think she deserves some credit for it. So, yeah. So, yeah, she, so she got busted, and now uh, she'll be serving us for, like, in jail probably or some period of her life. Um couple more of these uh, kind of local classics that are coming to it was just announced that Junior's New York Cheesecake and Deli will be opening in the resorts world. Um, okay. So I mean, I've, I've been to I've been to the original Junior's in Brooklyn. And listen, I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. It's fine. Uh, yeah. I have the best cheesecake I ever had. The rest of the food is not particularly good. All of it costs a lot of money. But well, uh, listen, somebody will get excited and go. Isn't this the problem we're getting now with a lot of these chains coming to Vegas is we've done the big ones and now we're left with a lot of these secondary chains or secondary like marquee names and there's a reason why they're second dog because they're not that good in the first place. Um, And the next one that they just announced today, uh, it's a a famous uh, Norm's Diners from LA. They'll be opening several locations here in Las Vegas. Yeah, that doesn't um, mean anything. LA, Riverside, and Orange County. So they're very well known kind of a um, retro diner. Now, Vogue, you're from that part of town. Are they actually any good? Um, I used it's a place I used to when I when my grandmother and great grandmother was alive that that's where we would go and have lunch when I would go visit them from college and stuff like that. So I mean it's one of those places that has something for everyone and none of it none of it's terrible, none of it's fantastic, but if you so, want the meatloaf, if you're craving some meatloaf and gravy and potatoes, that's a place to go. Decent burger and fries, strami sandwich, that kind of stuff. And it sounds like a fucking diner is what it sounds like. It is. Yeah, that's it. So, But it has a following in L.A., so now they're bringing that here. <laughs> um, let's see. So the F1 is making huge fans all across Las Vegas for those of us who live here. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, no, che- no trees outside the Bellagio Fountain. Right works. Woo. They had rumored they had eventually uh, originally said they were going to be relocated. Well, they have been relocated to a dump or to a fire <laughs> to someone's fireplace. Um, Unbelievable. That's yeah. Crazy. So all of that is just bare, uh, brutal heat bearing uh, cement in front of the Bellagio. Now I don't know if they're going to be putting temporary. What they're going to mean after. Um, but, um, I don't know if they've signed, I know they, they originally signed the three-year deal. I don't know if they have actually signed the 10-year deal, but at the rate this is going, I don't know if they will. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on the so, outcome of the race. If, because F1 are yeah. promoting this and money, the cost yeah. of the tickets, if they make enough money and trust me, it'll bring in money because an F1 fan has a little bit more disposable income than a rodeo fan. Um, yeah. And if it makes money for both parties, they will sign. F1 is nothing but a business. So if they make money, they'll be back. If they don't, three years and they'll be like the Vipers, they'll be out of here. Yeah. And also, so like Vegas, Vegas from- better fucking cash in uh, in a big way as well because this has been, uh, you know, the amount of just – Inconvenience and oh, money no. and uh, and all of that has uh, has been fucking ridiculous. So Vegas better make a shitload of money too. It should, but who knows? Yeah, it will. Yeah. So there's uh, yeah because now that so they've spent the last six months doing the roads. 
Apparently those are done until they do the last touch-up before the race. But now they're uh, building the stands, so they're closing. The uh, volcano is closed from September to December. The fountains in front of Bellagio are going to be blocked from September to December. Uh, they're ter- so they've taken all the uh, things that people like to watch, and they're uh, getting rid of those. They're going to have to build the two bridges over Tropicana and Flim- over Harmon. So those roads, but luckily that stuff looks like they're all doing it at night. So that's yeah. okay, and that—that's um, those are temporary bridges, aren't they? they they'll yeah. go up yeah. quick, quick, smart because we use them in Australia, and they only take literally about eight hours if they have everything lined up ready to go. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it's really it's uh it's been then they haven't really told people like how they're going to get to work on the days of the race. They're talking about people have to take the monorail or they're going to have to bus in um, during or they're going to have to get there early. Yep. Um, all these oh, things are probably way, true. We're used to this, this in is Melbourne. It's a lot of fucking, but it's a lot yeah, of well, fucking here we people. Have union contracts, and there and there's also a talk of a strike, so that may happen right in before F1. Yep. <laughs> well, good on them for using that timing correctly. But I will say, you guys are kicking up a stink. But this happens in countries all around the world. It happens in Singapore. They just had a street race in the middle of Singapore. You just have to deal with it. If you're going to have the economic benefits, and okay, you guys haven't seen that yet, you just have to deal with it sometimes. We deal with it in Melbourne. Yes, ours is around Parkland, so it's not quite as bad, but it's still a major traffic thoroughfare through Melbourne. And it does... It's not where 70% of the people in the town work and live and no. have to go through it to get to where they work and live. That so. That is true, but... Um, I think once you see the event, and hopefully in the second and third years, you won't have right. this much None of a of delay. Yeah, yeah. Once you see it, I, I'm I'm sure um, you'll 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 make your final decision then, um, because I won't say it's going to run smoothly because. I don't know. Americans are known to fuck things up, but I know Miami. They had a lot of problems first year with the traffic, and second year it was fine. Yeah. So and I, I, they don't have to do the whole all that street stuff again. They just have to do the final portion, like the top off next year. Yeah. Um, Tony, yeah. Tony, let's do let's do a uh, let's do a quick side bet. What percentage are you putting it at? That Phobes ends up at that fucking F one race for free. Ninety three percent. Yeah, I think you're probably in the right. I was going to say 87. I'm not quite as optimistic. Somebody somewhere that he's done something for yeah. is going to be like, he's a bon vivant. Let's get him, <laughs> let's get him this fucking grandstand seat. Because we yeah. have seen ticket prices come down a little bit. I did um, yeah. share a, a thing with our F1 group the other day, ticket prices in Vegas, and they're still kind of sky high. There, there was one set of tickets that was over a million dollars US. Yeah, it's uh, you were staying at Nobu. Um, there was a, a newspaper article. Uh, there was a thing in the RJ saying that um, room rates had come down quite a bit versus the initial push. But I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll see. You know, you know, who knows it, how much of that is true. And but my, one of my friends who from LA, she sent me a private message. I went about her aunt, who's a high roller in Bellagio, and this is what she got. She's like, she asked her aunt about Formula One. Uh, she and her uncle got a booth at the finish line, sixty-seven hundred per ticket. She gets comp rooms at the Bellagio, plus they own a condo at the uh, Jockey Club. She said her comp penthouse at the Bellagio is going for ten thousand a night just for that weekend. Uh, she's a high roller, so uh, uh, and she said, yeah, they could, all the other like everything else was booked, um, starting to raise some other prices, but uh, 
yeah, so that was what like someone's really, you know, high roller Bellagio is getting, and there's a lot of, and those are all, you know, got filled fast. Awful. So yeah, it's gonna be. We'll see. Um, it's definitely gonna be an interesting, uh, interesting weekend. And it's gonna so, be an interesting mix of people, really, because um, yeah, these are not your NASCAR fans, although some of them are Y2K, yeah. for example. But a, a lot of these are sort of like. European trash, uh, American newcomers to it. Um, it. The people that tend to go to F1 races, trust me, I, I go to them. So it, not everybody's in the same boat. Um, it does tend to be a little bit more affluent and, and there's a little bit more money thrown around. Like my cap this year, I'm going to um, do it in US dollars over or under US $50 for my cap at the race. What do you reckon? I'm sure it's over. I, I mean, I, my Viper one was thirty dollars. Yeah, exactly. it was. Yeah. It was over. March. I paid ninety Australian dollars, so that's about sixty US dollars. I was For in. A, I was in about a hundred. Yeah, I was in about hundred and thirty dollars at the fucking merch table at Counting Crows. Like merch is fucking absurd. Yeah, you you buy a t-shirt, and I think they're hundred and twenty bucks. That's that's too much, but well, still. So, and then another thing which I thought, this was something that, you know, even may, may be too woke for even us. Um, the Clark County Commission, or the F1, they're debating changing the name, not using the word paddock, for the paddock, because that's the last name of the guy who shot the people at the festival. So they're not using a word, because, and everyone forgot his last name until they brought it up. I'm like, if they just... Uh, who knew Who knew his yeah, fucking last I was like, name? I think yeah. we all forgot that. Yeah. But so they're going to use barn or some other fucking cocktail word because paddock make, makes people cry or something. I don't know. But it's really quite stupid. That I is agree. Super yeah, come dumb. on now. Yeah, and now you know what you've done is, yeah, you've made people think about that fucking guy now. Like, yeah. I, I would have never, it would have never fucking occurred to me or most people until yeah. now it's in the fucking newspaper and now everyone's thinking about it. That, that, that's absurd. Oh, so Speaking of, they have picked, there were, I think there were ten, nine finalists or something. They have picked the final um, layout and design for the memorial that will be going in on the two acres of the of that of the lot the parking lot there that mgm sold that was uh where the harvest festival happened and the shooting happened so that will be actually starting i guess they'll be starting to build that or put it up to bid over the next year or two but they did the clark county commission did select the final choice there oh and so yeah and then this one uh and this i just it kind of leads to the 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 the, the, the big one at the end is the so an aria manager, uh, front of you know, front of house uh, room manager, was arrested for stealing seven hundred seventy-five thousand uh, dollars by refunding phantom reservations to his credit card. Nice. Um, he refunded them oh. to his own credit card over a six-month period, and um, so basically, I saw some of the numbers. It was like six, his first one was like sixty-eight hundred. I'm like, well, that must be like aria sky seats because I don't know how, but it. The, the how he got busted was he was apparently trying to impress another guy, taking this guy who was another MGM worker, taking him out on dates and buying him expensive things. And the guy was like, well, I know where you work. Where the fuck are you getting all this money? And he reported them to the accounting department. And then they realized that he was doing these phantom refunds to his card. So that. Here's, he, he made he made a couple of 
first of all, this is a, an absolutely brilliant scam. I, I got to give this guy credit. Uh, number one, if you're going to do it, and I totally understand, if you're going to steal that much money, you're obviously going to use the money to try to fuck somebody. I get all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try to fuck somebody you work with. That's, I mean, you know, let's, let's use it. And then second... There had to be another way to do it where you don't refund it to your personal credit card. They're making it yeah, the easiest thing in the world to track every single thing you've you've done wrong. Like that's amazing. Can't you go buy some of those visas from CVS and like load them to that fucking thing? I, I think there are <laughs> limits there, actually. But friends is- friends. It's Vegas. You can find some unsavory friends or be like, I'm gonna send you sixty five hundred. You give me five thousand back, and we'll just move yeah. On. One of those yeah, friends, me. He could ask me. I, I'd fucking do it. I'd be like, that sounds legit to me. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And and there are these places there called are... the Cayman Islands or the Isle yeah. of Man. You can just set up an offshore bank account. Yeah, it sounds like something he did at once, and then he's like, waited, and then he's like, shit, no one's saying anything. All right, let me try this again. But yeah, it's like so that leads into. Obviously, we have these multi-billion-dollar casinos. Have you know on the on the front end on the consumer side, bells and whistles, advanced technology, spheres putting in some kind of Autobot AI thing to greet you. But then, if any of us, if you've been playing at the tables and they try to take your player's card, if you look at that computer they use, it's like an AS four hundred. It's still got a green screen. It their date their their back of house stuff is so old and so antiquated that they MGM is now suffering the results of that in that they got a major ransomware hack that shut down all of their systems. Um, so apparently Caesars also got it, but they agreed to pay, the rumor is they had paid half of, like it was a $30 million ransom, they paid $15 million and got out of it. Uh, MGM did not pay it, and basically their entire system came crashing down, um, like beginning of last week. Um and just such and a simple Saturday, hack. When I was a Saturday, when I was there for the um, oh, I got, I did get a free ticket to the UFC concert. Oh, the UFC fight sake. on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We go. Uh, so when he forgets, um, like there, it's, yeah. there's so much we cannot keep track of it all. So I did. That was quite fun. I bet on all. It was the SAC September, so it was Mexican Independence Day. So I voted on all the Mexican fighters. Um, I ended up positive. I think I cashed <laughs> um, positive on the night. I knew nothing about it, but it was very fun. And I, I certainly was not going to be um, cheering for the Russian versus the Mexican in that crowd. It was <laughs> 10 to 1. <laughs> I was like, no, no, be my Mexico, be my Mexico. So it was a lot of fun. But on the way there, like going through New York, New York, um, most of their ATMs didn't work. The players' car club was still down. Uh, a lot of the uh, some of the restaurants were closed. The sports books, the mobile uh, sports books apps, uh, TIOS didn't work. So they got the gaming back up and working, but all the other stuff is still a week later not working. So uh, I've heard it's cost them a couple, almost like a hundred million dollars or something like that. Um, so far, sorry for your luck. Well, yeah, it's not really but, luck. It was their own stupidity. They were they were socially engineered. It wasn't like it was some vulnerability in their system. Somebody, well, it was. They they rang up IT and said, oh, look, this is such and such, who they looked up on LinkedIn. I forgot my password. Can I reset my password? And they said, sure, go ahead. And that's how they gained access. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I don't, did we talk, I think we talked about the, 
the same thing at Circo, or uh, where, yeah, where they called and asked for, I forgot, Derek Stevens' brother, the lesser-known owner, and said that they needed to pay the fire department $400,000 in cash um, to get, you know, an inspection. And well, they were able to pull right. that money out of the cage and go deliver it to a Safeway somewhere or something. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, you guys handle, it's, I mean, next to banking, gambling is the most, like, fucking regulated, overly, like, I, you can't fucking, you give them the wrong chip and they're like, who'd you get this from? You know, you bring them $1,000, who'd you get this from? Where'd you gamble it? Who do you know? Um, but this other stuff is like, it's so outdated. So, like I, they've been trying to integrate the cosmopolitan player database in the MGM now for like a year and a half. Still can't do that. I'm like, it's a database. How hard is it to import names and numbers into a new system? So I think they're getting some of, you know, some comeuppance from just being lazy and uh, not update, upgrading their systems. I mean, they had the whole pandemic when nothing was open. That would have been a good time to be like, hey, let's, uh, no one's here. If we got to shut this stuff down, why don't we upgrade some of the shit? Yeah, uh, yeah. It also just makes you realize that uh, uh, every it doesn't matter. Like you, you assume things are so secure and so locked down, and then you just realize like, oh, everyone's just fucking stupid. It's just it, yeah. it's all just run by stupid guys. Like you could, every every stupid guy has, is is vulnerable. We've seen uh, Godfather too. We know who's running yeah. these places. Like Fredo, it's a bunch of Fredos running around out there. So, all right, is that yeah. it? Yeah, so that yeah, that's been that's been uh, kind of the the main thing, the big news going on. Right, everybody, listen. Oh, oh, we'll talk about that on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Next week, of I course, the three of us. On, I'm going to the Sunday night game, For the Raiders Steelers game. Well, lucky Poker's on Monday, so you can come and join us on. On at the poker tables, and we can get back some of your money that you should have paid for these tickets. <laughs> Listen, uh, the three of us plus Spoon will be here. Real Spoon, uh, we have retired the Spoon character. Spoony Kuiper Jr. has been retired. Are we sure? Um, Maybe he'll so, make a live much appearance, like, much like Mo Green in Godfather yeah. 2. <laughs> Jesus Christ, well, he's shot the eyeball. <laughs> Uh, so there it is. We'll be here with Spoon. Uh, we're going to talk Circa Millions. We're going to talk Survivor. We're going to talk about our teams, all of that. Plus, we've got, we have a slew of Spoon-related uh, uh, questions that uh, that I've recently um, decided to uh, uh, get an answer on. Did you, this is just a side note, but... You know, whatever. I like to gamble on sports, but folks, were you were you reading some of those uh, text exchanges uh, that that were going on last weekend about being banned from casinos and yeah. lifetime? And I'm just like, who are we involved with? We're, we're involved with two people that have been banned from stations casinos for life. Yeah, Brant Tobler and Spoon. That's a lot. At least Brant's got a reason. Uh, Spoon hasn't. Well, Spoon hasn't shared a reason. I oh, no. feel like maybe there's a reason. He, he, oh, I'm sure there is. He hasn't got a specific directive. He asked why he was banned, and he was just told that he was on the top five list for people placing sports bets um, at the sports book and will never have his money taken again because he was, uh, yeah, he's on the top five most wanted list for not taking his bets. Something, something's going on. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll see what we can get to the bottom of. But uh, but that's it, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. Last show of September next week. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, and, uh, and until then, oops. Nice catch, sir. Nice catch, Tony.
Well, we don't really care if you enjoy it or not. We're still going to put it out. Yeah, enjoying until September. That next week is the last show. Oh. I'm pr- this is the, all part of my big yeah. end of September. I believe <laughs> there are at least uh, seven days left in September, considering I'm on the 20th and you guys are on the 19th. So, yeah, I think it's the last show in September. You guys are really getting into the weeds on the date, and that's supposed to be my thing. Uh, all right. Uh, goodbye. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Hit up the uh, Discord. There's some interesting stuff in there. <laughs> Bye. That's a stretch.